Welcome to the Professional Writer Podcast, Episode 81, Becoming a Writerpreneur. I'm your host, Laura Christensen. I'm here to help you confidently plan, launch, and grow your writing-related business. The show notes and a link to join our private Facebook community are at bloggingbistro.com forward slash podcast. Whenever I drive through my neighborhood, I pass a farmhouse that was built in the early 20th century. The owners have been remodeling it for approximately 10 years now. It appears that they are reciting it one board at a time because every once in a while, a new piece of siding will appear on the house. This never-ending remodeling job is similar to the way a lot of pre-published authors write their books. They write a page here, a chapter there, late at night or on the weekend or while waiting for their kids to finish sports practice. Many, many writers I know spend 10 years or more writing and editing one book. Often those 10 years include the manuscript getting shoved into the dark recesses of a file cabinet for several years. Eventually, the author decides the book is finished or is as good as it's going to get, and so they bravely pitch their book to an editor or an agent at a writer's conference. Now, let me insert a quick tip here. If you're working on a book, don't assume that you can cold contact an agent or an acquisitions editor at a publishing house with your query or your book proposal or your entire manuscript. Cold calling, or more likely cold emailing, rarely works. Editors and agents want to meet you in person. They want to listen to your pitch in person. The absolute best investment you can make if you have a book to pitch is to attend a writer's conference, one at which acquisitions editors and agents are present and are taking one-on-one or group pitch appointments. Many writer's conferences have converted to online conferences during the past couple of years, and Online conferences are almost always more affordable to attend than in-person conferences. Plus, editors and agents attend virtual conferences, and they are often available for pre-scheduled pitch sessions. You may have to pay a little bit extra for a pitch session, but it is well worth your investment. In episode number 75, I chatted with the co-directors of the West Coast Christian Writers Conference, Sarah Sundin and Sharon Elliott, about how attending a writers conference can launch and grow your career. So the link to that particular episode is in the show notes over at bloggingbistro.com forward slash podcast. So you take this book that you've labored over for 10 years to a conference and pitch it. And the editor or agent says something like, hmm, I'm intrigued. Tell me about your author platform. How many people subscribe to your email list? What kind of following do you have for your blog or your podcast or your speaking engagements or all of the above? How many social media followers do you have? And how do you interact with your followers? Well, uh, you're frantically thinking email subscribers. If I had an email list, which I don't, there'd only be two subscribers, my mom and me. Blog? (sighs) Yeah, I started a blog two years ago, but I haven't published a new article in mm, two years. Social media? All this hoopla over TikTok and Instagram Reels is ridiculous. There is no way I'm going to break dance or Irish dance or hip hop dance in front of the camera. And pointing at words on the screen while contorting my face or lip syncing to a rap song? Not happening in my lifetime. Of course, you don't admit any of that to the agent. You sit there nodding sagely, pretending to look knowledgeable or maybe bursting into tears while your stomach plummets to the ground. 
the agent kindly advises you to contact them again when you have 1,000 or 5,000 or 10,000 people on your email list. Pick a number. They always seem to mention one in somewhere like the four to 10,000 range. And if you want to hear my thoughts on that, you can go back and listen to episode 67, The Problem with Vanity Numbers, Half-Truths, and Swollen Egos. So you leave this meeting feeling absolutely crushed. I knew I wasn't a writer, you say to yourself. I just knew it. I wasted 10 years of my life for nothing. Now, at this point, a lot of writers give up altogether. And they stuff their manuscript into the deepest, darkest corner of their closet, and that is it. But what if you approached writing from an entrepreneurial standpoint, or what I call a writerpreneurial standpoint? Now, by that, I mean not making the book that you feel compelled to write the be-all, end-all, but viewing that book as one single project in your writing career. Your writing career might consist of book publishing, plus blogging, article publishing, podcasting, public speaking, coaching, professional editing, attending and or volunteering and or teaching at writers' conferences, working for a book publisher. There are so many writerpreneurial options in addition to publishing a book. Going back to our imaginary pitch session with an agent or an editor, when pre-published authors pitch their book to an editor or an agent, the first advice the editor or agent is likely going to give them is to test drive the topic, to develop an audience via blogging, podcasting, public speaking, writing articles for print and online publications to see if it is book worthy. While most writers who've slaved for years over their manuscript don't want to hear this, it really is solid advice. If you have a dream of getting traditionally published, and by that I mean working with a publisher who pays you to write a book that they publish on your behalf, one thing you can begin doing immediately to shift into writerpreneur mode is to start an email list if you don't already have one. Or perhaps you do have one and its growth is stagnant or non-existent. You're going to want to jumpstart that list. I've been talking about this during the last three episodes of the podcast. And I suggest that you go back and listen to episode 78, which is when should I start marketing my book? 79, why the know, like, and trust factor works so well and how to nurture it in your writing business. And 80, jumpstart your email list, which introduces my seven-week group coaching program that starts on March 15th, 2022. Unlike social media, which changes in the blink of an eye, your email list sticks with you for years and you own it. You control it. It's like the central clearinghouse where you can route those readers who are becoming interested in you through your blog, your podcast, your public speaking, the articles you write, and your other writerpreneurial activities. Unlike social media, which is great for connecting and interacting with people, but hasn't really been proven to work effectively in terms of generating book sales, the people who subscribe to your email list are genuinely interested in you and what you have to offer. As you consistently serve your people and provide transformational content that they value, they'll stay on your list. They'll open your emails. Some of them will become your raving fans, and they're the ones most likely to invest in your books. Becoming a writerpreneur boils down to three things. Number one, 
Know your ideal reader. Number two, find out what your reader wants. Number three, give it to them. This is not rocket science, my friend. You don't have to be an expert or a guru to do this. All you need is a 10% edge. You know 10% more than your reader. You have 10% more experience than them. Take what you know and what you already do well and package it in a way that will appeal to your reader and then give it to them. Yes, I said give it to them, not sell it to them. Being a generous giver is the first step in nurturing a relationship with your reader. And guess what? Your reader will appreciate you for giving them what they need when they most need it. And they may even love you for it. That relationship is worth so much more than killing yourself in an attempt to entice 10,000 people to follow you on Instagram. Your ideal readers, your email subscribers, know they can count on you not to dance for them in an Instagram reel, unless you want to, of course, but to guide them as they seek to transform into the kind of person they long to be. They love the way you write. They love the way you deliver information. They love the way you teach. They love the way you interact with them. How do you figure out what this thing is that your reader needs and then create it and package it and give it to them? I can help with that. Starting March 15th, 2022, I'm launching my group coaching program, Jumpstart Your Email List. At the heart of the program is instruction and coaching on creating the free gift, which is often referred to as a lead magnet, that you will send to your ideal readers, your new email subscribers. During the program, you will create your gift, not just talk about it, but actually create it. And the members of our cohort will give you honest, thoughtful feedback on it. You'll also create three other items that go hand in hand with your gift. And those items are your sign up form, your welcome message, which is the email through which you deliver your gift, and your newsletter content calendar. I'm offering a nice discount if you register by 222. 22. That's February 22nd, 2022. You'll find a link to the landing page with all the information and the price and the way to register at bloggingbistro.com forward slash email. And I have a free gift for you right now. Whether or not you enroll in the group coaching program, you still get the gift. It's called Email Marketing for Writers, Seven Days to Launch Your List. This seven-day video training is going to help you understand the basics of email marketing. If you are starting from zero, this training is going to help you avoid common mistakes and it is going to help you launch your list the right way. If you already have an email list, but you're not sure what to do with it or your growth is stagnant, this training is going to get you back on track and is going to give you some fresh ideas for rejuvenating your list. I consider this free course a prerequisite of sorts for the group coaching program because in seven days you are going to learn how to do email marketing legally and ethically. You're going to learn why every writerpreneur needs an email list and why email is way more powerful than social media. I already gave you a couple of hints about that earlier in this episode. You're going to learn how the right subscribers can translate into sales, not just any old subscribers, but the right subscribers. You'll learn how to set doable email marketing goals, not those unrealistic pie in the sky goals that you can never achieve, but doable. You'll get top tips for getting your emails opened and read. 
you'll learn the eight qualities of an irresistible free offer that is going to skyrocket your signups. And you'll learn about 20 places where you can put your opt-in form for maximum visibility and explosive list growth. Yes, 20 different places you can put your form. This free course is going to help you develop a solid foundation for your email marketing so you are going to be ready to dive into our group coaching program on March 15th. I am so glad you joined me for today's episode. In the show notes, there's a link that you can click to subscribe to the podcast and I'll email you a notification to every episode. When you subscribe, I'll also email you a bonus gift, which is my quick start guide called Essential Resources for Running a Writing Business. You can also listen to the show via your favorite podcasting app. It's on all of them. Just open up the app and key in The Professional Writer. And when the show pops up in your app, save it to your favorite so you don't miss an episode. Or you can simply tell your smart speaker, play The Professional Writer podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please share it with a friend. Thanks so much and talk with you again next time.